Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Cashman, and this is our weekly look at the Detroit Tigers. I'm joined by Jason Beck. And Beck, uh, before we even talk about the Tigers, obviously everybody in the baseball world was stunned by the news of uh, Jose Fernandez passing uh, early Sunday morning. And uh, you know, that news really, uh, you know, reverberated through every clubhouse of baseball. What was the Tigers' take on that situation? Well, I think it hit some, you know, certain guys pretty hard. Jose Iglesias was actually scratching lineup on Sunday because, you know, it didn't get an official reason, but you could tell. It was obviously, he was very emotional uh, going yeah. around the clubhouse. Uh, Jared Saltamacchia was uh, broken up a little bit about it. You know, he played with them for about a year and a half. Uh, Casey McGee was, uh, you know, was trying to hold back tears when they talked about him because, um, you know, the, Jose was so nice to his kid during the short time that he was there, and uh, yeah, it, it really it's, it was kind of a reminder that even for players on different teams and different leagues, that it's really a fraternity, and that when somebody passes that young, you know, with that much life ahead of them. I think it hits a lot of people hard. Yeah, I'd say it's hit all of us hard. And, you know, it's just on MLB Network saying that as much joy as Jose brought to the game, that's how much joy his death has taken away from this final week. But uh, obviously still a lot going on uh, with regard to the Tigers and this playoff chase. And, boy, in fact, a lot went on over the weekend. Uh, specifically, uh, Francisco Rodriguez's blown save on Saturday – you know, the Tigers are just in this position now where every loss is such a kick to the gut, and that one especially. Yeah, that uh, that might be the type of game where, and you hate to say it with a week week to go, but if they end up on the short end of this wild card race, that might be or probably would be the game you look back at and said, you know, that really cost them a lot. You know, maybe much more than one game. Because that that was a game they you know they pretty much controlled from the outset, and they had pitched well. They had held down that Royals offense for you know really for the entire series at that point. And the the Royals had shown a, a pretty good swings against Rodriguez the last time they faced him, which was around Labor Day weekend in Kansas City. If you remember, that was a game where uh, they had runner on third, time run on third, one out, and. Uh, it was Orlando, and 
might have been Hosmer, hit really hard ground balls. You know, one, uh, Ian Kinsler had to knock down with his hand and ended up missing the next game because of it. And then uh, Romine ended up snagging the other one. I think that one's at like 105 miles an hour by Stadcast. So, you know, they felt pretty confident against him. And they said after the game Saturday that they were basically sitting on that changeup. And they didn't miss it. They got hard swings. And, you know, he struggled to finish off guys. So it, they, they did a really good job of knowing what to do against him. And then it, it felt like that momentum carried over into the first inning on Sunday. Uh, really, two winnings doomed them that series. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can't put it all on K-Rock because they did strand 14 runners in that game. But, man, it, it just – you have nightmares, I think, if you're a Tigers fan after a while with the, you know, the bullpen issues over the years. And, and this one, uh, you know, K-Rod's worst career outing basically came at a, at a terrible time. Um, all right, well, let's talk about the uh, re- potential returns here this week. First of all, uh, Jordan Zimmerman, what's the latest on him? Well, if there's one bright side out of the Tigers getting lost on Sunday, it was that he gave them an opportunity to turn – what was supposed to be a simulated game for Jordan Zimmerman into a real game finishing out the last three innings. And granted, it was a lopsided game by that point, but he looked pretty good. You know, he was able to swing some misses. He had pretty good command on his breaking stuff. The fastball had, you know, it, it wasn't what you would expect his velocity to be if he was healthy, but it was, it was a tick or two down. It was, it was a little bit better than what you expected to come out of a simulated game. And it looked like playable stuff to where, you know, it's a serious consideration now to throw them out there uh, at Atlanta on the final weekend of the season. As crazy as it sounds, as much of a risk as it is for a team that's got to make up ground and, you know, needs help to do so, to, to do that. But right now you look at that fifth rotation spot and, you know, it's not like they have a set candidate. So, you know, it's wide open for them to take a shot like that if they want. And how about Nick Castellanos? What's the latest on him? Well, he's made pretty good progress in recent days. He took live pitching uh, down in Florida Friday and Saturday. Felt really good on Saturday to the point where he had to one to come up and felt like he was ready right then. But uh, Brad Austin has talked him out of it and said, you know what, we can't do that until you get some actual – game action. So he's going to play in instructional games on Monday and Wednesday, uh, not Tuesday because they're not playing on Tuesday. And then they're going to try to make a decision from there. And I would expect, given the time year and given the question, what are you saving him for, that there's a good chance he'll be, uh, he'll, he'll be activated from the DL on Thursday or Friday. And now what type of role he's used in from there remains to be seen. But given the fact that third base has really been a huge void offensively for them, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw him back in the starting lineup uh, during the weekend in Atlanta. So, Beck, you're a level-headed guy. Uh, You're an objective guy. And, uh, obviously, in addition to the playoff race, we have a rookie of the year race going on. And uh, I have the, I don't know if it's fortune or misfortune of, of having an AL rookie of the year vote this year. Uh, for the longest time, it was a no-brainer. It was kind of a dud. It was Michael Fulmer all the way. Dud in that it wasn't that intriguing of a vote, really. It wasn't going to uh, make you think too hard. But obviously, Gary Sanchez of the Yankees is 
uh, come up uh, beginning of August and, and gone on this historic home run pace, the fastest to 19 home runs, basically cramming a, a season's worth of offense in, into eight short weeks and uh, playing great defense on top of that. I don't know, Beck. Uh, Fulmer has a very strong case. I think he, he uh, added to that case substantially with his start against the Royals on Friday night. What do you make of this? I think it's going to come down to I think Fulmer's final start is going to say a lot. I think that closing statement, really on both sides, is going to uh, have a pretty big determination, maybe more so than it deserves given the body of work. But I, I think that's what we're down to now, that it's going to be what's freshest in voters' minds. Uh, I mean, I've watched Fulmer over the course of the season. I've watched Tigers. For a full season, I know the Tigers wouldn't be anywhere near the neighborhood of contention without Michael Fulmer, both for what he's brought to the rotation and for what his presence in the rotation allowed them to do with Shane Green. Uh, I, I think he's pitched well beyond his years. I think he struggled for the most part since the uh, complete game win at Texas, but I still feel like you've got you've got a guy who went from – Starting out at AAA, maybe being looked at as a late-season reliever to becoming pretty much a number two starter on the staff right behind Justin Verlander. And I think it says a lot. If you go by, I think, contribution to the team and what that team does in terms of records of postseason contention, I think, he, I think that bolsters Fulmer's case. Yeah, you know, it's, you mentioned sometimes it's what's precious in, in voters' minds that stands out, and, and Sanchez has, has made history here uh, in, in the late late element of the season, but Fulmer made history earlier in the year. He had a 0.83 ERA and a 10-start stretch for mid-May to mid-July. Uh, no rookie had ever had an ERA that low for, for that long of a, a, a period. And, and he could also, you know, he could win the ERA title, which is something no rookie has done since Mark Fidrich in 1976, so there's some history there. Uh, I think you know, maybe it takes that to, to, to get the voters at large to, to, to take Fulmer over Sanchez. Maybe he has to know that at ERA title. Or maybe, you know, the Tigers win that wild card spot. Maybe it's looked at almost like an MVP vote and, and, and Fulmer is, is, you know, given that much more credence because of, uh, as you said back, there's no question uh, the Tigers are not where they are without Michael Fulmer. So it'll be a tough one. Uh, probably going down to the wire there and, and the season going down to the wire back. Let's get your bold prediction here. Tigers, as we record this, have four left against the Indians. They're nemesis all year. And then they have three in Atlanta against the Braves team that already has 92 losses on the year. Do the Tigers pull it off here in the final week? Do they get a wild card spot? You know what? I, uh, since Clayson seems to follow this team, I'm going to say they end up in a tiebreaker for the second <laughs> wild card and end up going to Baltimore on uh, next Monday night. And uh, I, and I believe Fulmer would be lined up to pitch there. And, you know, Fulmer probably pitches them into the wild card game. I like it. Another chance to bolster his case. I think you could submit uh, your vote after a tiebreaker. I'd have to check the rules on that. Uh, I believe, but, yeah. going back to my encyclopedic knowledge of that 2009 tiebreaker, I think that counts as a regular season game. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think that would you'd have some other room to, uh, to to judge your vote off of that, sir. That would be that would be something. And I'm I'm, you know, selfishly, this your your travel situation would be an absolute nightmare back. But selfishly, I am definitely rooting for some a couple tiebreaker games uh, here in 2016. We only had one tiebreaker 
in the dual wild card era. It doesn't feel right. It feels like this should be happening every single year and uh, could happen here in 2016 with the Tigers involved. So Jason Beck will be all over that for MLB.com. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. It's been MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.